Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today, a high-ranking Chinese defector goes on the record about what is going on in China. Uh, Fauci emails reveal more damage control scramble. And uh, conservative Matt Walsh raises over 100000 for AOC's poor little abuela. Uh, and then it is promptly rejected. We've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Happy Monday. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. I feel like one of these days I'm going to say happy Monday and it's not actually going to be Monday because I am just always stuck in Monday mode because that's just my life right now. But it is Monday. I'm not wrong today. I am joined today by uh, Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, uh, along with Eric July, Blaze TV contributor. Um, should be a good one. I specifically requested you, Jason. Dragged, kicking, and screaming. As is you the know, way I, would, uh, I, I called strike. him and I was like, Jason, <laughs> Jason, what do I need to do to bribe you to come on my show today? Because usually it's Wednesdays, but I really need you on today because I know that you're hot on all of the stuff that's going on in Wuhan. See, and, if, uh, if the scheduler would have called, you know, I just would have went and hit deny yeah, like that. Instead, yeah, I decline. see Sarah G. So yeah. it shows up my that. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> What does she want? Oh, I know she's not going to leave me alone if I hit decline, so I guess I'll answer it. Uh, all right, so let's get into all of these. Uh, there's several different stories that are kind of all culminating at the same time of what is going on with uh, hindsight, finding out what was happening in Wuhan, uh, what was happening in China, and what was happening on the home front while all those things were happening. So the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance is uh, apparently investigating the death of a top Chinese military scientist who died in spring of 2020. This was uh, only several weeks after filing the first coronavirus patent. Um, This was a a scientist who had connections to the Wuhan Institute of Virology's uh, Batwoman. And um, apparently this, uh, this was... Some experts are saying proof that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was engaged in secret military activity. Um, Jason, what do you know about this particular story? Because I read this and I'm like, this is not a coincidence. No, I mean, so they filed for this patent, I think, in February. Yeah. And if you can remember back, just the media over here, the media was saying that Trump saying we were going to have a, everyone was going to be able to get the virus starting what he said in April, you know, in 2021. They were laughing, saying ridiculous, ludicrous, the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. It's like, how ridiculous is all this? Well, they already had the vaccine ready to go. And this is just now coming out mysteriously as a lot of the leading academics in the entire world. So academics from, it's either, I think it was maybe Berkeley, uh, the UK, Netherlands. They're saying that, okay, we're analyzing uh, the coronavirus mm-hmm. and it's got a, an interesting injection you know, into the, into the genome. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the only place we see this is gain of function scientists actually manipulating the virus and we talked about this before but gain of function basically they're injecting whatever the heck scientists inject into it to make it see if it can 
jump to humans yeah. and humans can catch it. That way they can work on vaccines. Right. What a coincidence that they had it going with all these allegations. And there's In February of 2020, that would have been what, uh, three months yeah. or something? I mean, that, impossible. that's impossible. Yeah, there's no way. They were telling us it was impossible then that we'd right. even have this. So, but they already had it go, uh, ready to go. Jeez. Now that is also coming off the back ends of more reports that the, uh, ch the scientists at the Wuhan lab were genetically mutating mice to let their lungs, the mi little micey lungs, mm. be more like human lungs. That way they could test coronaviruses on the mice. Mm -hmm. So that's two scenarios. One, they genetically engineered this virus to see if it could jump to humans. Two, we already know that they, from these uh, reports that they were genetically mutating mice so that they could test uh, the virus. Mm. There's no other conclusion but they were doing gain-of-function research and to see how this virus would interact with human beings. Yeah. Use your common sense. Yep. How are we supposed to believe that this came from some animal in this animal market, which, by the way, no animal in that market has tested positive for coronavirus. Right. So it came from the lab. I mean, I'm sorry, allegedly. Yeah. There's no other, I can't see any other answer to this. Well, I really last, can't. last year you would have been labeled a conspiracy theorist. We, uh, we could today, not say that today. Right. Today no. it's okay for you to maybe allege. Right. See, and that's the angle that I want to take is you basically went through everything that needs to be gone through. But this is the, the danger of this concept of misinformation that people claim rather definitely with the social media sites, the corporate press. And what they do is they deem anything that is opposite or to the contrary, or even just mildly different from what the, let's say, would be the corporate press, the public experts, the government officials, and what it is that they say. And what they did was they stifled all sorts of conversation that was happening even with, with, with surrounding Trump around that subject matter, you remember Trump tweeting that out in in April about what happened in, in Wuhan or what he felt like, you know, he had evidence, at least something of it. And they, sh they shut that down immediately. They would take people down in the event that they would talk about it, like on so forms of social media and YouTube and all this other stuff. And now, of course, it's appropriate. But that's more of my frustration for those people who look at terms like medical misinformation. And they think that that is an objectively good thing for the say social media or or even when it comes to corporate press is more they just demonize anybody that says anything contrary to what the public health experts say the way that they approach it is is a very dangerous way to approach it because we need to have those conversations for reasons like that just because they said it does not mean that it's true or just because they were coming out with all the experts said there's no way that this could have been uh, either manufactured by humans or uh, they came from a lab or anything like that they continue to say that despite people were talking amongst them whether it be with these uh, other, even fellow experts were like okay something is questionable about this virus we should have at least have some sort of open dialogue so for those i hope that if anything else america's looking at that not just of what happened but look at how the corporate press and the public experts and everybody how they tried to demonize anybody that said anything opposite of them and now we're way after the fact and now we can start finally having this conversation it's like we probably would have nipped this in the butt if you would just allow us yeah. to at least have the dialogue it's interesting eric july is over here suggesting that like the government has ever lied to us <laughs> <laughs> please that's the most hilarious thing i've ever heard eric we, the government would never lie never, to us never. jason let, and on, go ahead and on that point and, and it's a very good point but it reminded me of a show we did right after this came out uh, i think 
we actually titled it Event 201. Yeah. And Event 201 was that coronavirus, basically it was a coronavirus war game several months before this actually, mm -hmm. we didn't even heard about coronavirus. Yep. And they had leaders from all over the world, supply chain, all this stuff. Interesting enough in that, little side note, they all said that lockdowns are not a good thing. Mm. In that, but somehow something changed their mind after that. Mm -hmm. But um, but they also said there needs to be a central, co centralized control of the dis distribution of information. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, there's going to be all these conspiracy theories coming out, all this stuff. So they had uh, members of the me mainstream media, social media, all this stuff, and they all agreed collectively right there. They said that well, the WHO and the people affiliated with the WHO need to be the centralized point of information. Mm. And I just kind of blew past that at the moment, but it created what you were just describing, this authoritarian stranglehold on, inf uh, on information yep. where you were not allowed to ask questions. That is not healthy. And that's something that we all need to take for a big lesson on Absolutely. this because this will probably happen again. Yeah. But no, there should not be one single you know, force of nature on the distribution of information. Right. We should be allowed to ask these questions. Uh, so within sort of that same vein, uh, a person believed to be among the highest ranking defectors ever to the United States from the People's Republic of China uh, has been working with the Defense Intelligence Agency for months. This is uh, according to sources inside the intelligence community. And the defector has direct knowledge of special weapons programs in China, including bioweapons programs. Uh, this is uh, clarified by, uh, let's see, there was reporting by journalist Adam Housley, which was later backed up by uh, Red State as well, who had direct, inf uh, direct information from these sources. Here are Adam's tweets. Being told the increased pressure on China in recent days is due to a defector with intimate knowledge. In fact, Ray, this is of course FBI Director Chris Ray, didn't know right away because they wanted to make sure they got all they needed before telling him. Uh, also, U.S. intelligence believes China is trying to produce variants that suggest it came from bats to cover up that it originally came from a lab. The mm. belief is still that it escaped accidentally but was allowed to spread. Again, what I, what I reported tonight, U.S. intelligence has a Chinese defector with Wuhan info, and China is trying to produce variants that suggest it came from bats to cover up that coronavirus originally came from a lab. Um, this Ooh. is in the Defense Intelligence Agency's assessment. The information provided by the defector is legitimate. And uh, sources have said that the level of confidence in this information is what led to the sudden crisis of confidence in Dr. Fauci, which then uh, sort of makes sense as to why all of a sudden people are like, actually pushing back on him uh, and all of a sudden the CDC is updating its guidance and oh wait a second we just told you two weeks ago that you couldn't be too safe with the masks and you had to wear them forever and now all of a sudden if you're vaccinated you can take it off uh, so Jason what have, what do you know about this one this is Ooh, huge this is huge and a lot to unpack there for one this immediately kicks off the warning bells in my mind that so Biden shut down the public investigation that was happening at the State yeah. Department into the origins of this mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, after he shut that down, he directed it to the intelligence community. And a lot of people in the mainstream media were applauding this, like, see, he's taking this seriously. But I find a big issue when he th is throwing this behind top secret levels mm -hmm. so that the public never needs to know about what they come across, right. like what they actually find out. Really? You're trusting the CIA? organizations like that to not let this get out you know not to yeah. here you go mr president here you know well, no they have i mean their deep state president now so they probably won't that's leave. very true we, we don't know. that's very true <laughs> um i tell you what if if it comes out the way i think it's going to come out on this if this defector oh and also this defector this was the other thing on that 
the DIA said they kept him under wraps because they uh, they thought that there were moles within the CIA and FBI. That's in that report, mm -hmm. which that's almost sounds even worse. Moles yeah. that were reporting to China on, yeah. on these things. But um, would you it, would you believe that? Do you have a hard time believing that? I do not have a hard time. No, I, I mean, throughout just look throughout history. You yeah. know, it's like the CIA, our intelligence community, even though I was a part of it for a while, is just as incompetent as any other government entity, which is very <laughs> right, <laughs> which is very. Um, if, if, if this is true and that one journalist, something Housley. Yeah, Adam. He also said that he's hearing that India confirms this, that also agrees that this was deliberate, um, that it was engineered, leaked accidentally, but allowed to spread. That's a nuclear nation right on China's back door. This could rapidly escalate out of control. Mm. Rapidly. That's bad. And India is getting pummeled yeah. right now. So th this is a very big allegation. I, I, I will caveat that with saying there are multiple people saying this is the, the back up this uh, reporting. But the media, I don't care where they're from, they have kind of this uh, uh, propensity to kind of corroborate each other's same sources. So we need to like take the take a step back and wait for this to develop, but huge if true. Yeah, Eric. It's gonna be interesting to see how that develops and I guess my eyes will be on the again, like I was mentioning earlier, the corporate press and how they will sort of um how they will feel this or how they will rather present this to us. Because as it has been, as of as of lately, has been anybody that even mildly suggests that this was any form, shape or form, man-made, let's say that, when it comes to this virus, and whether it be it leaked out or whether they did it deliberately, it's like it got shut down just like that. Mm -hmm. So, but in doing so, and this is what makes it interesting and why they'll probably talk around it anyway, because in doing though, they would have to concede that Trump was at least mildly correct when he first was mentioning this earlier on when the pandemic, rather when it hit hit America. And I just don't think that they're, they're ready they, to do that. How do they report on it? I, I really don't know yeah, how they would. Exactly. Like, sorry, we, they'll never say sorry we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. no. no, not at all. Uh, all right, we've got actually more to get into there, specifically uh, Dr. Fauci's emails and the damage control scramble that uh, he was engaged in. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. If you are living in constant pain, what you don't realize is the underlying cause is probably inflammation, and you're going to have to actually treat the inflammation or else it can cause permanent damage. You don't want that, all right? Omega XL is backed by 35 years of clinical research, and it attacks the inflammation. It attacks the root cause of your pain. It's not just going to be like a pain reliever, a pain reliever or a topical rub that's just going to mask the problem for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and then you're like, oh, crap, I'm in pain again. Uh, Omega XL neutralizes that inflammation that is causing your painful, stiff joints and muscles. It is a powerful essential fatty acid combination from the waters of New Zealand, which if you are unlike me and you are not a conservative hippie, uh, you <laughs> listen to that and you're like, that doesn't work. It's all natural. Oh, but it does. And our very own Pat Gray actually had a really bad experience with his elbow. Uh, he could not like even lift his arm. He was in so much pain. He started taking Omega XL and within a week, he felt much better. Within two weeks, it was totally gone. So if you are living in pain, don't live like that. Go to Omega XL, uh, order a second bottle. I'm sorry, order Omega XL now. Get a second bottle for free at OmegaXL.com slash news. It is only at OmegaXL.com slash news.
In January 2020, uh, when the WHO insisted that COVID-19 was not transmissible between humans, Dr. Anthony Fauci said the risk to the American public was low uh, for the virus. The officials at the National Institutes of Health were scrambling to perform damage control after a controversial and, by the way, now withdrawn study suggested that there were the HIV-like insertions included in uh, SARS-CoV-2. Now, this was uh, in reference to the Zero Hedge article that Dr. Fauci mentioned, I think it was several times in his uh, emails. Is that correct, Jason? Can you give us a little more information about this? At, le- at least once. So they, they were referencing back to an article, I think it was in Science Magazine uh-huh. or something like mm-hmm. that. And that was exploring all the different, uh, just tracking where it actually came from. But they mentioned a couple people, including people that were a part of Fauci's, I don't know if he was part of his team, but definitely part of his circle. Um, and they also were uh, heavy um, receivers of NIH funding as well. But they were talking about it. Many of them were quoted in that article. And uh, uh, yeah, it eventually made it back to Fauci. And, well, and so, and then Fauci, uh, let's see, the paper, who is this from? Hugh, I don't know how to say yeah. that last name, do you? I don't, but I know you're talking about. Alshenkloss <laughs> uh, says the paper, he's from the, the NIH, the paper you sent me says the experiments were performed before the gain of function pause, uh, but have since been approved, reviewed and approved by the NIH. Not sure what that means since Emily is sure that no coronavirus work has gone through the P3 framework. She will try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. And Anthony Fauci replies, okay, stay tuned. And and later, he would be a lot more forceful with old Hugh. He would say, you have tasks to perform, get on this, all this stuff. And it was, again, along these lines of the skein of function. Look, this is where, this is the main story to me right now. Yeah. Because how many U.S. government people were complicit in what happened? That's what I want to know. I already know that China was doing something shady. Of course they were. We know they were. Mm -hmm. That'll get dealt with. But I want to know who we need to put on the stand here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is all starting to unravel day by day by day, pretty much, uh, o- over this. But it's all about the gain of function. Now, remember, the gain of function was outlawed here in the United States. So what's the best way? If you're Dr. Fauci, which is on record of saying there's... There's no... And, and, and he's on record of saying that it's, this is, it's actually important for gain of function to, to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, what, but didn't he say that, he, that we did not give any money for gain of function research in China? That's what he, yeah, that's what he said. But okay. then later his people said, well, we're not actually sure right, where the money right, went. Right, right, right. Okay. But it, this is the same way. This is, you think about it. Let's put it in terms of like Iran-Contra. They knew that they couldn't spend money directly. They couldn't do, give money directly for, for weapons and supplying. So what did they do? They did an end around. Congress mm-hmm. to get this stuff done. I see this is the exact same way. Mm. It was banned here in the United States. So what do they do? They continue funding a lab that they know this research is still going on. Mm-hmm. It just happens and to be in China, who we know we can trust wholeheartedly. Did, so great job, guys. So now you have his guys that are saying, whoa, 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 we need to make sure that we're not tied to this. Right. They knew, I think they knew they were tied to this. Yeah. I, I see no other well, possible Well, they knew they were tied to it. They just wanted to see if they were tied to it. Right, right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, oh, publicly can it, can tied it come to back it. to us? Right, exactly. <laughs> we, I mean, we know but, we were there. But that's, but. that's politics. I yeah. mean, you can look at that for several uh, different different issues where 
It's not going to be direct. It has to be indirect. If they want to get something done, they'll make sure it gets done. I mean, and like you just mentioned, it's like, do we want this to be tied back uh, to us? And you're right. That's the story. There's more uh, of these emails. Because how many of them? It was like 3,000 um, in the FOIA requests. I mean, it was a, it was a bunch of yeah. them. And each day, I'm seeing new stuff that I didn't cover like the day before that people are still kind of going through. And it's like, okay, this leads to that leads to that or this email makes more sense rather in this context that he knew this and this i don't see how people are still because as of this morning i believe on abc they're still listening mm -hmm. to this man as if he doesn't have all of this uh stuff going on and people aren't looking to it he could well i don't want to say could possibly be corrupt he is absolutely yes. corrupt <laughs> in some way um it's just uh in what fashion is more so the dispute that we're going to have but that's the that's the unfortunate thing is that i think a lot of these quacks are going to get away with it. Yeah. they're going to get away with the loot and they're going to get away with their crimes so so one of the people also named on this and wrote uh, fauci an email on it was a guy named christian anderson he's a california virologist works with the nih and niad a lot they give him a ton of money um over a span of multiple years on one of these emails he said that it was the consensus and he names off like five other names that this appears engineered that this did not evolve on an evolutionary track. Mm -hmm. So basically, yeah, they were manipulating this virus. It, it, it didn't come from a bat. This is, this is what this Man. looks like. That was the consensus then. Flash forward eight weeks that you see all these emails that Fauci's talking about these crisis calls they need to have. Eight weeks later, he produces this paper that muddies up the fact that what he, what all of them apparently thought was consensus. And he's like, well, you know, there's other coronaviruses that they also have this, yada, yada, yada. There's multiple, multiple academics now that are saying that's completely bull crap. So I don't see, he's, he was so emphatic and they were using this to try and call us conspiracy theorists, mm -hmm. but all these other academics now are saying, wait, no, you cannot explain this. The only way is if you somehow believe that over ev a long evolutionary time that this bat somehow received the same injection that they use, that those scientists use for gain of function acceleration, mm -hmm. which could happen. But I think one guy said it's one in like 16 million or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's interesting. Now, okay. I want to go a little bit further. Right. Just a few months after that, I think like two months after he changes his mind, he receives the first uh, sum of about $2 million and a brand new grant hmm. from the NIH. Interesting. NIAD. I'm brand sure new. I'm sure that's coincidence. Complete coincidence. Yeah. But it's not only that, that's spread out over five years. So this guy is getting about $2 million, but he's getting around $10 million. And he ne just now changes his mind. Now, mm. people called him out on that. I think this was began yesterday or the day before yesterday. People started calling him out on that. And they also started noticing that the tweets that they were referencing, the stuff he was saying, started disappearing. disappearing. 5,000 tweets disappeared. Mm. 5,000. And he said, oh, it's just auto-delete. Well, they called him out on that again. And they said, oh, then why is it just starting on this specific date going back when you started talking about this? What do you do next? Deleted his whole dang Twitter account. <laughs> mm. It's gone. That's not sketchy Blue at all. check. No, it's gone. <laughs> These guys are going down, allegedly. They're going down, allegedly. And I think it's going to happen pretty soon. And they're all freaking out. And that's why everyone is starting to change their tune on this. How, how comfortable are you, Eric? Let me give you the last word before mm -hmm. we have to go to break. How comfortable are you in the Biden administration of all administrations handling <laughs> all of this? Oh, you can't be. Uh, well, no, I trust them with, e with yeah. everything. I mean, Especially with China. Yeah. They're going to yeah, be really tough on them. Especially with China. This I mean, he might want to check with Hunter first. <laughs> be, be tough. Well, and make sure he's not tied to anything. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what they're, what, what they're going to do to make sure that he's not tied. Look, 
I, I like that we're starting to see a lot more academics uh, to speaking to your point, because it's not just with that. We, we've seen retraction of of several different studies, even with the mask stuff, even with Fauci on the mask. Jay Boudichar was on Fox uh, the other day. I believe it was over the weekend, even talking about that and how his change of tone it's like a scientific. It doesn't make sense. His explanation doesn't make sense when the man says one thing and then something is like and it all seems to be centered around February 2020 where something something just up and changed and toward the latter half into the beginning of March where something changed and then his position changed and we're just supposed to accept it like, well, the science, that's, he just came across new information and this is why his position is like this, like that's not how it works. How does someone just either forget or ignore up until then 80 years? I'll give him credit. Maybe, you know, he's in uh, 60 years of however long he had been in medical school. How long he how much he knew about these types of illnesses or rather respiratory viruses. I'm not trying to hear any of that. But again, I think he's going to end up getting away with it. They're going to grill him only to a certain extent. And right. unfortunately, he's going to get away not only with the loot, but with his crimes, because under his advisory, we got all of the lockdowns. I think people lose sight of all of that. This all started kind of with with him. No, he doesn't work necessarily work with CDC, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It was he was locked in stock with it. And he's going to get away with it. All of that, not just the unemployment, suicides, all that. he's going to get away with all of that because I think we're going to be maybe hyper emphasizing what happened in China, not understanding these criminals that are in our own backyard mm. lied to you to the American public. For, for basically a year and some change, and we're going to allow them to get away with it. Yeah. That's the sad thing. It really is. Uh, thank you for that dose of optimism, uh, Eric July. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega. I'm sorry, Omaha Steaks. God, it is a Monday. I can't, I can't think. <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, and it's rainy here. But uh, it is actually summer, despite the weather outside. And by the way, Father's Day is around the corner. So if you want to get your dad something awesome that he's going to love and also you're going to love because you get to reap the benefits too, you got to go to Omaha Steaks. It is Omaha Steaks. Dot com. Type Y in the search bar on their page and you can order your dad the Get Out and Grill assortment. Right now, this package is 59% off. It's got 20 entrees. He will love them. They've got burgers. They've got chicken breasts. They've got a bunch of different sides, desserts that are delicious. They've got four 10-ounce butcher's cut New York strips that are age 30 days, so they're going to be very, very tender. Plus, you're going to get four free New York strip burgers with the order. It is selling out fast. You don't want to miss out, all right? It's going to be the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Um, our family loves Omaha Steaks. My son begs for these burgers. He begs for them. Everyone has been loving all of the entrees that we've been eating, all the sides. It is delicious. So you can give it to Dad for Father's Day and be like, Happy Father's Day, Dad. Now go out there and make it for all of us so I can eat it too. Go to omahasteaks.com, type in the keyword Y, that's W-H-Y, and order Dad the Get Out and Grill assortment. It is omahasteaks.com, uh, keyword Y. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, he uh, he is in hot water with the Democrats once again because he revealed his opposition to the For the People Act, which is, of course, their uh, federal election reform bill uh, it passed the House in March. In case you guys have forgotten, with zero Republican support, by the way, one Democrat also voted against the bill. That's how bad it is. 
uh, when you know when it's a Democrat in the House is voting against it. But it would force states to allow mail-in voting, establish an independent commission to redraw congressional districts. Uh, it, I mean, a whole bunch of other things. You can't, is it one of them, like, you can't, uh, ex- you, no voter ID, right? You can't have a voter ID law. It basically federalizes uh, elections, which is just, you know, just slightly unconstitutional. Uh, but uh, Joe Manchin, he published an essay in the Charleston Gazette Mail explaining he will vote against the For the People Act because uh, the bill has been advanced through partisan channels. He said, we are now witnessing that the fundamental right to vote has itself become overly politicized. Today's debate about how to best protect our right to vote and hold elections is not about finding common ground, but seeking partisan advantage. Whether it is state laws that seek to needlessly restrict voting or politicians who ignore the need to secure our elections, partisan policymaking won't instill confidence in our democracy. Uh, It will destroy it. And uh, he also reaffirmed his opposition to ending the filibuster. He said, I believe that partisan voting legislation will destroy the already weakening binds of our democracy. And for that reason, I will vote against the For the People Act. I will not vote to weaken or eliminate the filibuster. For as long as I have the privilege of being your U.S. senator, I will fight to represent the people of West West Virginia to seek bipartisan compromise, no matter how difficult, and to develop the political bonds that end divisions and help unite the country we love. So this is effectively killing uh, the bill by voting against it, uh, Joe Manchin. I, you know, we've talked about this several different times that it's like, you don't feel super comfortable <laughs> when you're like, well, it's just that the entire republic rests uh, in Joe Manchin's yeah. hands. And you're like, I don't feel super confident about that. Um, but so far, it looks promising that he will. Uh, I, I mean, I don't see a situation where he would turn around and say, never mind, I want to weaken and, and kill the filibuster. Joe Manchin, baby, riding in on his white horse. Yeah, we're like, wow, uh, the hero we needed. <laughs> a Democrat from West Virginia. Great. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know if he's really like, well, okay, so he's from West Virginia. There's a lot of things that he can't vote for. Or he's going to lose a lot of votes. Right, like, right. Like gun right. laws, stuff like that. He, he's got to be very careful. Yeah. Um, but it's very, very unnerving. I don't know if he's just, right now he's effectively the most powerful man in government. Yeah, I mean, he, like, that's not no, hyperbole. No, he really is. Like Joe is. Biden cannot do his radical agenda because of Joe Manchin. Yeah. All the progressives in the House, the Senate, they can't do a thing because of Joe Manchin. So I don't know if he's just sitting back and enjoying that with his you know, shades and his full sleeve tats and be like, <laughs> come at me, bro. Or I don't know if that's what he's getting off on or if he's going to be consistent with this. I don't know. It seems I'm just, what if they just throw him some earmarks, whatever. That's what I'm worried about too. You know, some a little bit more funding, you know, for his next campaign, see if they can flip it. Because right now, if, if he gets, if, if he joins in that, in that, you know, get rid of the filibuster, 60 vote majority, uh, the country will change. Not for the better. It, I mean, you. There will be parts where. Well, no, you probably just won't recognize the country anymore. You really won't. That's how drastically it could change, and that's what's at stake. And uh, I tell you what, the the midterms are ridiculously important because if they do a big campaign to try and oust him, if they get just a couple more votes, uh, the country's screwed. Mm-hmm. It is screwed. So pray that we pick up more seats. They don't. Uh, or this is going to get very, very bad. More optimism on this show this time from Jason <laughs> Buttrell. Eric, your thoughts? I just think, I don't know, the more we talk about this, the more it's just a crazy conversation for me to have to sit here and watch politicians talk about um, basically them, which I consider, the, I consider them the criminal class 
when it comes to the United States of America. I'm not joking. I'm not speaking in hyperbole when I say this. <laughs> I hate Congress, and uh, they've made it abundantly clear that they hate me. But the, how they just discuss things, which is kind of a little more of a side note from all of that, which I get it. I can understand the argument that is being made there. But when they, or rather him, he speaks as if, and that should scare anybody, as if, okay, well, if we, if, if these criminals vote or support this, then that destroys you all. Like, am I the only one that doesn't see that as a, as, or the, the only one that does rather, see that as a problem, right. Mm-hmm. right? That's a fundamental issue, and that doesn't matter who is really saying it. It's a fundamental problem that I would think people that, at minimum, that value liberty, would see that and be like, okay, let's take a step back and look at just how this country has been shaped, mm-hmm. in which we've given these guys that much power to where they can pass something, or rather, I am scared if they do possibly pass something and it will destroy my life. That's the problem. But I don't know. I'm not, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm the only sane person in the room in places that I'm at because most of the conversations are centered around that. It's like, how about, what, what is it going to take? And, I, and this is my question to my viewers. Please let us know in the, in the comment section if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, Facebook, or anything. Like, What do I have to do? as a commentator to get you all to focus on decentralization because these politicians have made it clear they're not going to save you they're going to sit there play a tug of war match and if it benefits them maybe it is by way of an earmark if it benefits them they'll take whatever position is convenient they don't give a damn about you their pockets are laced up anyway so we keep having a conversation about the guys in power that have so much control what do i have to do i want to know criticize me please what do i have to do to get people to realize and focus on decentralization so we're not worried about because we, we talked about this on the show before washington dc is a, it's a literal swamp it was supposed to be a place even if i conceded the, what the founders thought that it was supposed to be we're obviously far removed uh from that and it's getting progressively for lack of better term <laughs> worse yeah what do i have to do to get people to focus on just well pull I, the rug from under nancy pelosi please i i think i think that they're going to do it themselves. I, I really do. I, I think that I, it almost mm. feels like it's the 1970s where their policies were so bad that the conversation switched back towards decentralization. Mm. If not for the 1970s and ha- their awful policies, we wouldn't have had a Thomas Sowell. Sure. We, wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had a Milton Friedman. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, we would have had them, but they wouldn't have been all over the place and been as credible then. Uh, what's amazing is they're not credible now yeah. for some weird reason. They don't so even listen to that stuff. But it's it's turning. I mean, just look at look at the look at the everything that's going around. You know, rising inflation, um, government growing out of control, policies like we were just talking about, where they make one little snap of their fingers and your entire life is changed. Yeah. That's not the way the country's supposed to run. Yeah, I think it'll turn back. Gosh, I hope so. I think There's it's the optimism. Yeah, yeah, I know, for. right? <laughs> You're not feeling me, though, are you? <laughs> no, I mean, no, I know. This is the thing, though. I am rather optimistic, believe it or not. I'm not like what they call deem as the black pill. I'm more of a, uh, I'm more optimistic about it because just as quick as it got bad, it could get better. Yeah. But what yeah. that does is it takes for the American populace to realize that, and then they will act accordingly. And no, it's not going to be by maybe some sweeping legislation or something like that. Everybody, every individual will, will, will whether it be at the state level or the local level, they'll figure out what's best, what's the best way of the decentralization. But if that's at the top of the list, it happens just right now. People aren't prioritizing that and we're placing so much stock in or rather stake in the politicians. Yeah, uh, we've got more to come. But uh, oh, by the way, first, I just want to just 
In the news and why it doesn't matter, uh, Cher had a tweet on this. <laughs> she said, this has been deleted, by the way. She said, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Gillibrand aren't Democrats, they're traitors. If, if there is any way for New Yorkers to kick her out of the Senate, they must try before she hands our country to Trump and his criminals. And she goes on and on and on. And she was talking about the wrong damn congresswoman. Oh, wow. <laughs> she was talking about cinema. So she had to delete it. Poor Kirsten Gillibrand's like, what the hell did I do? I'm just standing here. Uh, all right, so we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Trust and Will. Uh, I know there are those of you out here who maybe you are just starting out. You're buying a house. You're having some babies. You are really building wealth, adding equity to uh, uh, all of your investments. So uh, be sure to uh, add securing your family's future to your to-do list. I know it's something that we often don't think about, but it really, like, it's the it's the one thing that you don't think about that is really, really going to screw you if you really forget about it. All right, you got to go to trustandwill.com. You can set up an estate plan. It's very simple, convenient, and secure. And by the way, it's as little as $39. Uh, you can nominate guardians for your children. You can determine who will get your things and plan for your future, your future medical care. These are very, like I said, these are very important things and often overlooked. And then when you do do them, you have some traditional real estate attorney or estate attorney, and they can cost thousands and use this one size fits all template. It's not nearly specialized enough and you're going to pay way too much money. All right. These are designed by Trust and Will, uh, by document and planning experts, customized for the state you live in. They've got live customer support seven days a week. They are available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. You can go to trustandwill.com slash why it is trustandwill.com slash why you will get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents do not be without these okay you've got to make sure that your family is secured at trustandwill.com slash why Friend of the program, Matt Walsh, over at the Daily Wire, organized a crowdfunding campaign to help Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's dear little abuela, who she said was living in squalid conditions over in Puerto Rico. Uh, So let me let me just let me back up for a second because I want to get to the GoFundMe. But let me just say how this started. So it was Wednesday, last Wednesday, uh, when Alexandria shared photos of her grandmother's home that was devastated by Hurricane Maria. And this was in September of 2016. 17. And she, of course, blasted President Trump. She said, uh, I went to, to Puerto Rico to go see her my first time in a year because of COVID. This is her home. Hurricane Maria, Hurricane Maria relief hasn't arrived. Trump blocked relief money for Puerto Rico. People are being forced to flee ancestral homes and developers are taking them. Um, this is, of course, like... Uh, after President Trump, it was shown like there were what was it? The water bottles on the tarmac like it was all brought there. Unfortunately, uh, the government, the local government there did a horrible job of uh, arranging that and divvying it out. So uh, Matt Walsh took it upon himself. He said that uh, he wanted to show AOC that um People in America, we can use charity, right? People in America will donate to people who are in need, and we don't need the government to, uh, you know, go ahead and decide how people's money are spent. So he actually ended up um, 
he raised like over $100,000 for her abuela, which you would think was a really, really positive end to the story. But unfortunately, uh, he also updated, Matt Walsh did, that uh, someone in AOC's abuela's family told GoFundMe that she will not take the money, even though AOC previously claimed that her grandmother was in dire straits. And of course, it was Trump's fault. By the way, AOC has not acknowledged the effort or thanked them. And he attached, of course, the email that said uh, that... uh, GoFundMe said uh, that they don't want the money, so uh, you're gonna you're gonna see a refund for all of your donors. That's it's crazy. It's incredible to me. If she is in so much need, the people are going to give the money directly to her. Why not just let them do that rather than? Oh, I guess then she wouldn't have anything to complain about and blame Trump for. Yeah. Well, I guess so. They, 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 a couple of things on this. So it's ridiculous that if, if her grandmother really was in these dire straits, uh, like my family would have all gotten together and we would have made sure that that was. She makes almost from the well, I, but, dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but she needs to afford her Tesla. Okay. <laughs> she needs to live in. I mean, come on. She's a congresswoman. She needs to buy nice clothes. Um, I mean, I would think if she was, yeah, she was a, her dear little abuela, she might want to make sure she's taken care of. Yeah, and, and and let's just say their family couldn't pay for it. Then they could have reached out to a charity. They could have gone through GoFundMe, but they don't believe in charity. Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't believe in that. They believe that you have to sit around on your butt and wait for the government to hand it, hand it to you because they're helpless and powerless without the government's help. That's That's the mindset that these people come from. You, you have to rely on... Right, but even when someone says, here you go, here's free money, you don't have to yeah. do anything for it, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm not taking money from... Conservatives? white conservatives. No, yeah. <laughs> that money is tainted. Abuela's better off suffering apparently, than taking your money. Apparently, because we know she ain't going to get any help from her granddaughter, <laughs> Eric. See, my angle is a little different on this. I, I, Decentralization? No, yeah, obviously, <laughs> we charity over government every every time yeah. like every every single time the unfortunate thing is though we we can ignore the political aspects we we have to at least acknowledge it and in doing so what this does is point to is that these guys don't give a absolute crap about any of the goodwill positive things that you may do on their behalf and i don't understand why these milk toast conservatives are still trying to present themselves as good people among folks that will decline any any help that you have and then turn around and call you the most raunchiest, bad, you know, just just person or group of people in general. This is where conservatives lose. I don't care. I know people are like, oh, this shows so much that 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 we're better than them. They don't care. Yeah. They never cared. They didn't care. You didn't prove anything. You didn't prove anything. All, all that is being being proven, if anything, is that the people that already agree with you knew they were full of crap, but we already knew that. Mm-hmm. They already knew that. The people on, on, on the AOC side, of course, they're going to say, oh, this is all political. They were already writing an article saying that this was a latest attack. Yeah, raising money <laughs> is an attack on someone. Conservatives, if you guys just put that amount of effort, and one of my good friends over in Black Guns Matter, Maj Torrey, was bringing up the same point. If y'all put that effort into people that are in these like subcultures that are actually doing their thing and becoming impactful and aren't deranged leftists, you would see a tide change on, 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 like from a cultural standpoint. But instead, everybody's trying to own the libs and you end up losing anyways. Like, ha ha ha, look at her. We did better than we tried to raise all this money for us. So what? They still going to call you whatever they were going to call you. You didn't gain any any following this whole beat them with the arguments, beat them with the ideas. They don't care. They're still going to say Matt Walsh is a is a white supremacist and everybody that supports him is the same. 
I don't, again, maybe that's another question I have for my viewers. What do we have to do to make you guys realize that that is not the move? That's the move that everybody's been trying to make among conservatives because they're trying to present themselves. No, we're not these racist Nazis. We're these good people. They don't care. They were never logical. You cannot reason a person out of a position that they got to by way of emotion. You can't do it. It's impossible. It's, it's the pigeon crapping on the chess table. You cannot do it but if they put that effort i like that effort this is the effort basically hey look at that this is his goal let's go support these guys how about do that to non-leftists that are in these subcultures yeah mm. all right we gotta take a break back in a minute that's a great point uh, I, I, just, I can't even i can't even claim credit for it because i saw Maj. Maj was raising it. Don't forget, for those of you who have not yet gone over to wherever you get your audio podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will help more people be able to find uh, this show, and they're less likely to have to listen to, you know, Potato Head Brian Stelter. So really, you're doing the world a favor. By the way, tell one friend. Tell five friends, tell tell 10 friends, but tell your friends about the show as well. Uh, we've got a review today from Alexandria OK. Uh, this is one of my favorite podcasts. I listen to it religiously every day. It's the perfect amount of humor, but serious enough to know that I'm staying informed. I love uh, listening to Sarah and Eric July, among the other guests on the show, and their opinions. Five stars all day, every day, guys. Thanks so much. Never stop. Thank you so much for your review. Um, we know you love Jason as well. Actually, there are some Jason the reviews. The other guests. There are some They're Jason reviews that. that we need to, we will feature them. It was because I called you on Not on a Wednesday, so we it's weren't true. prepared for that. That's true, it's true. They love you, though. We'll see. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.